you feel like you could go to a chiropractor every day or like get a massage like every day? I, I've never gotten a massage or a chiropractor. Really? You don't get massages ever? No. How do you feel? I feel great. <laughs> Your back doesn't hurt? You don't ever get like a bad back? No. You don't get tight? No. Do you stretch? Well, it's been a while. Do you exercise? Uh, no, I don't I do not do any of that stuff. I don't do yoga. I don't get massages. I don't stretch. Uh, I mean, I do all that stuff. My back hurts. I, and sometimes I wonder, does it hurt because I do this stuff or does it hurt because... Well, no, my back... I started having problems with my lower back on the right side when I was like 28. I stretched for a while and then I felt like... I was like, my feet feel tight. Right. And then I like, I rolled my feet on a lacrosse ball for like 10 minutes to like open them up. And then I was like, oh, my back feels better because my feet opened up. Maybe that maybe the answer is just not to exercise. Uh, I doubt it. Yep. So last episode was number nine, mm-hmm. which means this is our big number 10. Wow. And it's the Thanksgiving episode. Podcast is 10 episodes old. 10 episodes young. That's fun. Are you having a good time? Is everybody having a good time on the 50 Ton Podcast? Who's ready for more? Everybody's ready for more. You have to put some uh, applause sound effects in that right there. I do feel like for the 10th episode, I should be having a drink, but that's all right. Nah. It's okay. Um, did you queue up any topics for Thanksgiving? No, I kind of felt like you were probably going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to, but I I haven't had time. I didn't have a ton of time either, but I figured we could probably just riff on it. Before we get started, what's your plan? I'm just going to my parents for the day on Thursday. Nobody's staying over. Just because of COVID, I think we're probably going to go down later than we normally do. Yeah probably come back earlier than normal i'm off friday saturday i'm working a short day and then i'm free until i go back to work on like wednesday i think yeah so currently my parents canceled thanksgiving wow so thanksgiving is canceled at my folks house they said do not come Mm. they said if i showed up i'd be welcomed but they said do not come so (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the shotgun. COVID season. Jesus. So it sounds like you guys are staying put. Uh, Currently, I'm putting us at about uh, 30% that will come up. (laughs) The way people are doing this coronavirus stuff, it looks like it's going to just be here for fucking ever now. Yeah. Because people won't wear masks, people. They won't wear masks. Fucking haters. Somebody I, I like shared an interesting one today and he said if i have to wear a mask to protect your health i'm also going to start slapping the mcdonald's out of your hands <laughs> I, was, I was like i like the sentiment of that but you know i, I don't think that's really yeah right. except you know people don't eat mcdonald's that don't intend to right so yeah. like like there's no innocent bystanders with mcdonald's you're putting it in your own body that's very career coronavirus is someone else putting it in your body through the air you're breathing. Yep. I like the meme. I can't say I agreed with it. Though. I can't because... believe you like anything. <laughs> what are the COVID numbers at today anyways? 10, 10 billion? Uh, they're high. They're high. We're in the 2000s in mass. I'm not... Uh... Do we break 200,000 a day in this country yet? Ugh. 
God damn it. Now I don't know how to zoom out on this fucking thing. Why am I so bad at this Mac? You love Apple. Why are you on a Mac? I'd sell it to you. You want it? No. Why? I just got a computer last I bought thing. this beautiful desktop. It's like $3,500. I'll sell it to you for a thousand bucks. I don't need it. It's a beautiful 5K retina display. Why did you buy a Mac? You've always hated Mac. I had a single project I needed to work on with a Mac, so I bought it. Oh. So you'll sell it to me for 500 <laughs> <laughs> What is this, a car dealership? I wish. Um, so I want to do some I want to do some quick math though. Okay. Uh, they say they say to get to like herd immunity you got to hit 70%. 60 to 70%, yeah. Yeah. So the US is what 330 million people. Yeah. Um, and we're at 11 million right now. So we would have to get closer to 130 million. So that means wow. we just need to do what we just did like another 11 times or so. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving. You might as well come up then. You need to be a part of the, the American process of herd immunity. The giant Corona chicken pox party of America. Ugh, we're screwed. Why do I have a headache tonight? I don't know. Maybe I have coronavirus. Let me ask you. So we're, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're going to attempt to talk about Thanksgiving. We grew up in the Thanksgiving capital of the world. Yep. All pilgrims recognize Massachusetts as the pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, the, the Spanish that settled in Florida and then the English that settled in, uh, in Jamestown, Virginia, even though those were much earlier, fuck them. Fuck them. They got crushed. They didn't have a good time. Even Jamestown's too. They were uh, the, the Native Americans down there seemed to be a lot more hostile towards them. And I feel like the Native Americans in Massachusetts kind of gave them a pass and were more open to working with the Pilgrims. I think the Spanish colonies in uh, Florida lasted the whole time. We were just covering Jamestown at the BB School fifth grade history. Ah, so I got a refresher on Jamestown in Plymouth. Yeah, so that's what I mean. You're you're like dead center in the uh, Thanksgiving special zoning of America. Yeah. The reason the Spanish aren't important is because the, the English basically took over the entire eastern seaboard until they kicked the Spanish right out of Florida. Right. Even though they were here first, it was like, hey, uh, how about you guys get out? <laughs> that's one thing the English like to do. St. Augustine, Florida was settled September 8th, 1565. I was there just about a year ago. Jamestown was settled May 14th, 1607. The Plymouth Colony was was started in 1620. Mm-hmm. So a good 13 years after Jamestown, about 50 years after St. Augustine. But yeah, we'll give them credit. We'll give them credit. One thing that you and I know that a lot of listeners don't know, you know, whether they're West Coast listeners or just not that up on history is you and I know the local spots of Thanksgiving. Yeah, like Gaff's. <laughs> Gaff's, the local bar in Taunton, The Silhouette Lounge in Alston. The Silhouette's nice. Yeah, the Silhouette's nice. The Silhouette's probably still there. I don't know about Gaff's. Should I put on a flannel shirt if you want to talk about Thanksgiving? Why? Is it, is it intimidating you that I'm wearing No, it's a, it's a little bit of a flannel holiday. 
I got nothing, dude. I got nothing to talk about. I'm just like, I gotta go back to work, and then I just gotta work. Super busy week before Thanksgiving. I gotta make a broccoli casserole. I gotta make it gluten free. So I bought expensive. Oh whoa! I bought expensive gluten free crackers. Slow down. You're declaring all the topics. Yeah, Let me ask you this: Ever been to Plymouth Plantation, the Living Museum? Of course I've been. You ever get a hand job from a butter churner? <laughs> Why? Because because they're good at it. Are they really? I don't know. Did they turn it with I mean, the hand? Oh, you, all they do all day is uh, this. Well, is it up and down or is it in a circle though? I feel like the churning is more of a circular. Oh, that would work, but no, it's more of a plunging. Is it? Yeah, you got to hang out with those chicks. You'd know better than me. You were a butter turner. It's an interesting setup over there. They got all these actors that pretend to be pilgrims, which is funny because they talk to you in that old dialect. And then they usually have a couple Native Americans hanging out, but with the Native Americans, they don't require them to do anything. Like they don't have to pretend like they're in the era. You can just go, hey, uh, what's your life like? And they go, well, you know, I live in an apartment down in Middleborough. But the pilgrims though, they're like, oh, good day to you, sir. Have you met my butter churning daughter yet? And you're like, I met her twice, thanks. You ever go to the Mayflower? Yeah, I've been, you've been. The Mayflower too, as they call it. They do call it that, don't they? You ever get concerned by the fact it's like 30 feet long? <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't sail across the ocean in this piece of shit. No. Is that how big the original Mayflower was? Well, I asked the tough questions. I went, is this the right size? And they went, we don't know. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen it. No, they don't know. They made a ship from the technology of the time and said, that's it. That's what it must have been. What What year was photography invented? Because they, they legitimately... Did they have photos back then? People would draw stuff. No, not, no. You know who we should get on as a guest? Who? Like, uh, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> she knows things. I thought you didn't like Apple. Oh, uh, we can get Hey Google, but Hey Google's a lousy name. Oh, is that a thing? 1827. Yeah, so there wouldn't have been any photos of the, the original Mayflower. Mm-mm. No. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting when you hear that in Jamestown they had a lot of beef with the local Native Americans. Is it is Native Americans or American Indians or just Indians the preferred term at this point, or is it kind of whatever? Uh, first peoples, first peoples. I don't know. I haven't even. I don't even know if I've heard that before. But I, I want. I want to get it right. I want trying to be respectful. Trying to get it right. I think trying is the first step to that. <laughs> just trying to be respectful. Yeah, I think American Indian or Native American. Yeah, I would think Native Native peoples would probably be ideal because I mean they were here before America, mm-hmm. and they're not Indian. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that were thrown at them. I kind of just realized recently that the whole reason that they were called Indians is because people thought they were in India when they landed here. I, I think that's right. They thought they were in the Indies. Yeah, that's really stupid. <laughs> They could have they could have landed in Korea and they would have been like oh look at the Indians and it's like no <laughs> this is Korea like or any other country they could have gone to Ireland and call, started calling those guys Indians yeah uh, I don't know how to find out what people want to be called hmm. American Indian Native American and First Nation okay so either of those are fine seems to okay be. but if somebody went that offends me then I don't know ask them the question I feel like American Indians is a respectful term. American Indians? Yeah. Yeah, probably. But again, they're not, you know, they were here before America, and they're definitely not from the Indies. So it's confusing. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what they're into. It's a good question. They finally defeated the Washington Redskins this year. That's good. Did they rename the team? They're called the Washington football team right now. That's so stupid. It's so dumb that they couldn't come up with a name at this point. <laughs> a lot of people abbreviate them WFT. Because there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of Washington football team fans in this area. Like a lot of them. Would you say that they have more fans than the Ravens? Uh, they probably do because they capture people from Virginia, DC, and Maryland. Right. So I wonder what the I bet you there's a line, almost like a county line, where you're probably technically closer to DC and then everyone switches over to DC. And then I'm sure that yeah. even in the city of Baltimore, there's probably a lot of it's kind of like um the Red Sox and the Yankees, if you're from Connecticut, you're just like, Jesus, what do I what do I do? Right. I think there's <laughs> supposed to be kind of a dividing line. New Haven? Probably. You know that there's, if you go to a lot of the, the cities that are a little further north in Massachusetts where they have a large Hispanic population, there's a, a lot of people up there are Yankees fans. Oh, yeah. A lot of New Hampshire people are Yankees fans. Yeah, yeah. and then Springfield, I think, is, is kind of a split town. I also wonder if... With when it comes to a lot of Hispanic folks, if maybe that before they were in Massachusetts, maybe they were in New York or their families are from New York. Not enough people are just not into baseball. Like <laughs> kind of a weird thing to still be into. It's so boring. I I had a lot of fun going to two Red Sox games last year, but I, I don't We were going to a lot of Orioles games, like a lot of them. But when you can walk into a stadium for like ten bucks and uh you know you're gonna pay way more in beers than you do getting in there. It's like a good place to drink outside. Sure. If they got rid of the game, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so let's let's get back to uh let's get back to Thanksgiving. What I wanna know is I mean you do you wanna still keep talking about it from a historical standpoint? Uh I think it's I think it's interesting because it's got all this history but a lot of it is kind of bullshit so i I like that what parts do you think are bullshit uh let's see they they weren't the first colonists in the in the u no they weren't they weren't the first colonists but they were the first successful colonists no saint augustine florida went all the way up to present day oh yeah i guess you're right Jamestown took like two or three starts, but it was established before the Pilgrims. I actually, I asked one of the uh, the tour guide people at the Mayflower, I said, if these people couldn't handle the winter, because that's a big theme with them, right? They had to get prepared for the winter. I was like, if they couldn't handle the harsh winter, why didn't they go south? And he was like, well, they didn't want to deal with the colony in Virginia. And I'm like, then this story sucks. Yeah. <laughs> If the Pilgrims didn't succeed, Virginia probably would have just kept growing. Virginia had a lot of problems, though. They had um, they had problems with the local news. They had horrible. It took a few starts. Yeah, they they had like they had a few false starts. They something like at one point everybody left. Some guys went back to England. They came back, and then everybody that was on the island that they were on was gone. They just kept picking bad locations to try to colonize down there. If the Pilgrims failed, it's possible that the Spanish would have worked their way up the coast. It's possible. Because the Spanish were like, oh, we don't want to go too far north because it looks like some other people are settling up there. You know? It's very considerate. Plus, they, you know, there are a lot of benefits to work in the the southern border. Because, you know, the Spanish and the Portuguese, it wasn't just like southern North America. It was also northern South America they dominated. Like they were exploring everywhere in that warm region. They were just exploring it. They were enslaving people. They were pillaging. They were fighting. Were they plundering? A lot of plundering. 
A lot of conquistador action. Lots of religion spreading. But yeah, I mean, they ravaged. They ravaged the whole area. Yeah. I mean, they built the. Look at Mexico. It's a look at all the Latin American countries. I mean, they are. They speak Spanish because Spain colonized them. It's kind of funny because if you think about it, it was like England kind of took over and became like the world's colonizers. Think about it. All South, Central, and South America is Spanish speaking. Well, I guess I guess more in the in the Eastern Hemisphere, you probably see more English besides you know, the United States and Canada or whatever. But then Canada was also a lot of French influence. The United States is funny because it's like, it's the one country where like you couldn't get like hegemonic domination, right? Like it's not a French country. It's not an English country. It's not a Spanish country. Well, it's an English country because we speak American English. So it's an English country. Some places. Well, most places when it was first. Most places speak Spanish too. Not officially though. No, I agree with you. There's probably more, if if not already in the very near future, Hispanic folks will be the, the majority of the people in this country. That's, and yeah. that's, that's a fact. But officially our language is English. But it was never, our country was never dominated by a single group of people. I mean, it was, seems like it was, you mean like, well, it was controlled by the English though, even if it wasn't dominated by them. Only the Northeast. I mean, think of all the towns, all in the South, all in the West. Yeah, uh, yeah, New York City, tiny place. I mean, it's 7 million people. Yeah, bigger yeah. than St. Augustine, that's for sure. I think the English sure. had to run here. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I like them. I don't like them any more than I like the Spanish or the Portuguese or the, or the whoever's, but I, I think I would say that they probably had the... The world. How many people do you think are English descent in the U.S.? I don't know. I, I know I'm a good chunk English. I know you are. I, I don't have any English in me. Yes, you do. Irish. Aren't you French? Irish and oh, yeah. French. That's, that's it. No English. I'm a good chunk English. Um, Hence my bias in my affinity for tea. <laughs> Kombucha. <laughs> tea. I don't know how many English people there are in the United States. I don't feel like there's, they don't, you don't hear much about them. That because they lost, they got washed out. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, Massachusetts is an interesting place though, because there are English people. There are, there's a a French population, a Lebanese population. We have a lot of people. It's, It's funny for a smaller state to have such a diverse population, but then some big pockets of stuff like Portuguese people that you don't get anywhere else. And then a lot of Irish folks. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I found uh, infoplease.com, the top 20 ancestry groups for those people who self-identified ancestry in 2015. Okay. This is based on the Census Bureau. Number one in the U.S., German, 46 million. Really? Interesting. Number two, Black slash African American, 38 million. Okay. Number three, Mexican of any race, 34 million. How the hell is there more Germans than, than Mexicans? <laughs> in the US? How is that possible? As far as I know, there's only Germans in like a couple of states in the Midwest. The Midwest has a lot of Germans. Yeah, apparently. I mean, there's a lot of Mexican folks, though, everywhere. Irish, 33 million. English, 24 million. The English really lost. They really, there's a lot of white people really in this lost. country. <laughs> Italian, 17 million. Polish, 9 million. French, 8 million. Scottish, 5 million. Puerto Rican, 5 million. Norwegian, 4 million. Dutch, 4 million. Swedish, 3 million. Chinese, 3 million. Asian Indian, 3 million. Scotch Irish, 3 million. Russian, 3 million. 
West Indian, three million. Filipino, three million. You know, some of these are interesting because you would think that there'd be more than three million Russians in the United States, right? That's a big country. It just seems that way because they've been running our government for. <laughs> uh, oh, Dems want you to think. That's what those Dems want. So you think you think the story of Thanksgiving is like an, a valid thing to celebrate? No, no, I, I don't. Do you know what the Pilgrims did their first winter? Uh, they almost starved to death. I believe the Pilgrims alive, arrived kind of late in the season, so they couldn't really get farms going. Am I right about that? They didn't even get off the boat. They spent the entire winter on their boat. How do these guys have all these diseases? Because <laughs> they fucked everybody. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> A lot of that shit was not uh, STDs. What? I don't think so. It's not like the Pilgrims were over here spreading STDs. They had like malaria and shit. I don't even know. They had (laughs) old-timey malaria. Yeah, the kind you catch from fucking. (laughs) You got a a one-track mind, my friend. I mean, you know, comes from being a human. Mm. So the Mayflower departed Plymouth, England on September 6, 1620. Mm -hmm. After two months at sea, they sighted land on November 9, 1620. They attempted to sail south to the designated landing site at the mouth of the Hudson, but ran into trouble in the region of Pollock Rip, a shallow area of shoals between Cape Cod and Nantucket Island. With winter approaching and provisions running dangerously low, passengers decided to return north to Cape Cod and abandon their original landing plans. The Mayflower anchored at Provincetown Harbor on November 11th. The Pilgrims did not have a patent to settle this area. I guess that's a contract. And some passengers began to question their right to the land, complaining that there was no legal authority to establish a colony. In response to this, the colonists drafted and cited the first governing document of the colony, the Mayflower Compact. They went, we don't have any legal rules to be here, so let's just write a contract for ourselves. These people are all about the law. They love the law. They love the law. Yeah, they love it. Uh, They stayed on the ship for an entire day, and they finally set foot on land on November 13th. Miles Standish led a party of 16 men on an exploratory mission, during which they disturbed an Indian grave and located a buried cache of Indian corn. They just found Indian corn. They were like, hey, look at all this corn. It must be ours. Uh, They had an expedition to explore more, but there was bad weather. A third expedition along Cape Cod left on December 6th. It's sad that they're still on Cape Cod because you know how small Cape Cod is. It's December 6th. That means they've spent almost a month just puttering around Cape Cod confused. That's interesting. Uh, what were they doing? What were they doing on that? Just horsing around. Apparently. the May. Oh, here you go. The Mayflower dropped anchor in Plymouth Harbor on December 16th. So for a month, they puttered from Provincetown to the Plymouth. They could have they been on the Cape having mudslides, <laughs> and they decided to go to Plymouth. Ah, oh, dude, some good place to get some fresh lobster down there. People are dopes. Oh, they had a first encounter near East Ham, Massachusetts with the, with the native Indians. The colonists decided to look elsewhere. 
I wonder what the Indians, or the Native Americans, or the Native uh, whatever, were like culturally here compared to other places like the Navajos and the Apaches, if they were more mild or, if, you know, like what the vibes were. Because it sounds like the, the Indians that they ran into in Virginia were more aggressive towards them. And they might have provoked them. I don't, you know, I'm not saying that they attacked the, the English, but they definitely had more beef with them. And it like, went right. off and on for a long time. And they, a, lot of, a lot of folks got killed on both sides. But it seems like they made, you know, more of an effort to coexist and learn from the Native Americans here, judging from what's, you know, just in our history books. And the Native Americans got screwed over because they got all the diseases from these filthy, filthy pilgrims. No, it's like if you look at all the history of, you know, whites and Native Americans, you know, clashing is basically if the whites were hungry and starving, they got along great. Yeah. If the whites were well fed. They basically murdered all the Indians. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, um, the pilgrims did come here for different reasons, though, too. The pilgrims came here for religious freedom. Yeah. So they may not have been what, as interested. That's what Donald Trump ran on, too. <laughs> they may not have been as interested in, like, just plundering, you know, because they weren't necessarily, like, colonists the way that, like, the English and the Portuguese and the Spanish were in other places. They were just... They were, they were cultists. Yeah, they were more a like cult. a religious cult. They they wanted to do whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really about developing and expanding as much. Well, they did. They wanted to just as a cult, not as a... Uh, they weren't plundering the world. They weren't trying to get a queen rich. Right, which is, which is a reason why they may have been able to coexist a little bit better with the local tribe. For a short time. For a short time. Yeah. The big challenge was Europeans wanted to build farms, right? And farms take a lot of land and there were Native Americans that would farm the well, they wouldn't farm, but they would hunt on the lands and they mm. did all this stuff. You start putting up fences and stuff, and you're like, Oh, you can't hunt here, bruh. Can't hunt here, bruh. And they're like, uh, uh, this is where we harvest food. And they're like, Fuck you in your harvesting. Yes, it's kind of my spot. A clashing of cultures. Thursday is Thanksgiving, and we bet you have all the fixins. The bird the stuffing, the gravy, the cranberry sauce, the pearled onions, the broccoli and green bean casseroles, the potatoes au gratin, the mashed potatoes, the gravy. You seem to have it all, except for just one thing, Sara Lee. What's that you say? You already have enough pies to last a lifetime? That's great, because we're not talking about pies. We're talking about Sara Lee. Sarah's family canceled because of COVID this year and she wants to join your family for dinner. Sarah Lee is the perfect Thanksgiving dinner guest. She's old but not annoying. She's been around the block and goes to church so she won't offend the prudes or be offended by the perverts. She owns a mega corporation so she's ready to talk politics and she knows how to tell your uncle to shut the heck up. She knows how to cook, she knows how to clean, and most importantly, she knows how to give thanks. If you live in the U.S., give Sarah a call now and invite her to dinner. Her helicopter will have her there before you say grace with a case of rosé. So dial 1-800-323-7117 and tell the operator you want the pie lady over for dinner. Because the bird is the word and you know it won't be a very happy Thanksgiving without Sarah Lee. Fifty tons of success. I can't believe those fucking pilgrims couldn't find food when there were all those delicious whales 
just swimming by. Did people eat whales at that point? I bet I bet people that weren't, you know, stupid did. I feel like a whale might be a tough thing to catch. Maybe not a baby whale though. But, <laughs> but since they were so into their rules and their regulations, I know generally when you're hunting and fishing, you have to throw the little ones back. So maybe you can't catch a whale that's under 50 tons. I feel like if you catch a, a baby whale, you just tell your friends it's a large fish. Well, <laughs> hey, man, that's not a fish. That's a, that's a baby sperm mm, whale. Terrible name for a whale. The sperm yeah. whale? It's not, it's not what you think. No, it's not. It's that. No, when the fishermen were taking those whales apart, they they got to the brain cavity, and there was all this stuff called the uh, spermicelli, which uh, looks just like ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> they actually are named after sperm. They really are. Sperm whales are actually named after the fact that the the cloudy oil in their in their head cavity looks like. It's got sperm in it. Your lack of your lack of interest in that blows my mind. I don't care. I don't. I don't care about the pilgrims. I think that's what the problem. Pilgrims had nothing to do with whales. I don't care about the whales. I don't care about the pilgrims. I don't care about uh, whoever. What do you care? I about? I don't care. What are you worked up about? What are you on edge about? I'm not. But what I think I think what this episode's lacking is is okay. So we know. That the history of Thanksgiving probably isn't really yeah, what weak, it really is. It's was. weak sauce, like cranberry sauce in a can, which you love. Right. Sure, sure. You know, like every everything in history kind of indicates that, you know, it was kind of a bunch of bullshit. Maybe they had one nice meal one time or something like that. But then the pilgrims pretty much took advantage of the Native American folks. Blah, 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 blah. However, I mean, it's a, it's a celebration of like, New friends and good times. Celebration right? of good times. And then you feeling good. And then you murdered all your friends and right. had horrible times. Pardon my ignorance, but isn't it actually documented that the pilgrims really did kill all of the Massasoits? <laughs> I don't know. See, that's I the thing. Know. Everybody talks about Thanksgiving like, oh no, those pilgrims, they killed all of them. And it's like, I I don't see I haven't seen anywhere yet where it actually says that they actually killed them. Now in it was like the it was the King Philip's wars that right, but I don't know that it was necessarily the Pilgrims. It was definitely Puritans. The Puritans and the Pilgrims weren't the same people, though. The Puritans started Harvard, right? I think so. First college in the United States. John started Harvard. John Harvard. John Harvard. Is that the guy's name? Um. So the history of Thanksgiving is kind of whatever. You've really, really uncovered some really hard-hitting, interesting facts about how the pilgrims drove around the Cape Cod Bay for two weeks. And, <laughs> you know, people are really going to appreciate that, and I thank you for that. But what I'd like to, I'd like to move on to more of a modern take. You and I always agree that Thanksgiving is number one. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, uh, I don't think some guy in like Seattle understands why it's number one, or some guy who lives in Honolulu or. Kissimmee, Florida. Why wouldn't it be number one at those places? I don't think that they, it's just, I don't, I, well, I'm not saying that it isn't, but I don't know that they know that Thanksgiving's number one. So, what I'd like to ask you is to get away from the hard facts of Wikipedia and, and tell the audience <laughs> why Thanksgiving's number one. The reason I like Thanksgiving is 
So almost every holiday has some purpose that you celebrate it. Yep. But what what I do for all holidays is I go and I see my family and we have a big meal. We hang out. Yep. We enjoy ourselves. We eat some interesting stuff. The only thing that Thanksgiving has different as a set of foods that are probably going to be part of the experience, like traditional foods that you do a real good job of never eating during the entire year, which is strange. It is strange. You have all these foods you you, you grew up on that you'll never eat in a normal meal. No. And you go to see your family and you share a meal with them that you've only really had with those people. When you boil it down, the only way I ever really celebrate holidays is by meeting up with family and having a meal. This one is just that. That's the focus. You know, we switch up some of the things that are in the meal, so it's 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 got a good rotation. Blasphemy! Um, but I would, you don't switch it up! It's got all the bullshit removed from it as far as a holiday mm-hmm. goes. We're not celebrating anything. Yep. We're not baking a cake for anyone. Not a religious I'm holiday. Not, I'm not posting online that you need to support the troops or think about the fallen. Oh, or... some people will do that, though. <laughs> Some people do that for everything. Every well, well, whatever their cause is. Not, and, you know, like, uh, I have nothing against the troops. I, I support the troops. But I'm saying, whatever whatever it is, whether it's like... <laughs> this Arbor Day, be sure to thank the troops that allow you to have these trees that you're planting. Right. It's yeah. it's Yeah, people will figure out a way to turn anything into something. Every single Labor Day, I see people thank the troops. Every Labor Day. You know, Labor Day was actually actually a celebration of work that's literally all it was it was take a day off to celebrate how much you like to work it's the most puritanical like shit ever because we have a long fall of harvesting ahead of us so take one day to rest because tomorrow back back to to work. work that's what it was about it was a day that you took off not to say hey don't work enjoy the last weekend of the summer it was a day to take off and reflect about how much you appreciate being able to work and provide kind of respect it um another another thing that makes thanksgiving pretty good is it's when the majority of people go home at the same time so if you have some old friends from an old town and none of you live there it's the one time a year where you have pretty good odds that you might be able to run into some of those you know the the funny thing is i don't think i really did the hometown thanksgiving thing i think i did it like once and we just like stopped by a bar that people were at and said hi i don't think we actually like went in i don't i don't think i ever went to i mean i usually hung out with you the night before thanksgiving but that's that's hometown shit because right but we didn't go to high school together it's not about who you went to high school with i will see my impression of it more was that you were supposed to go to the one crappy dive bar that you wouldn't go to in your hometown and get completely annihilated with people that you went to high school with. That still live there. That Yeah, that still live there or that are home just for <laughs> Thanksgiving. And uh, I mean, that's what you do in your 20s. If you went to one yeah. of those bars right now, you wouldn't see any friends from high school. No, but is, no, but you know what? You probably would. No, you just see you just see a bunch of kids. I would bet. And not a lot of money, but I bet you that there is a handful of people that I went to high school with that are still like, you know, we graduated in 2000, are yeah. very bummed that COVID is throwing a wrench in their pre-Thanksgiving plans. Oh, man, wrenches. When's the last time you went out the night before Thanksgiving or did anything? Friendsgiving last year. It was like a and that day was or the two night before, before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It was a couple of days before. I'm talking. I'm talking literally the night, the big night, which is probably it's it's probably been like eight years. Yeah. What am I gonna do going out? 
I went out last year the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah? Yeah, I actually, we worked, because that's a big day in the barbershop. And we went out and we went to a steakhouse locally for just for dinner. And then... Uh, and then tied on a thousand beers? Well, not at the, at the steakhouse, <laughs> but there's a bar down the street from my place, which is not the, the local Thanksgiving place. And then my coworker yeah. and I were like, oh, you want to go get a drink? And then we shut the bar down. And uh, Thanksgiving morning, I felt awful. I haven't done it in years. I mean, I have a, I have a kid, so I really haven't been out here's the thing if if we were to if we were to go somewhere and go all right there's a lot of friends in town for this one let's go out and get dinner or let's go out and have drinks i'll tell you right now probably not going to see many people because there's no way in hell we're going to the local dive bar no chance it's just not happening no i wouldn't go at this point right i'd be like i don't want that line let me go to the place where the beers are 15 dollars. i didn't I I don't I never went to the local dive bar thing. Like I think one year we went to a couple of places, but it wasn't even places that were that crowded. I remember hanging out at your yeah, place a bunch know. the night before Thanksgiving. It's tough. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> I know I, I I know I I know in my early twenties I went to a lot of bars the night before Thanksgiving. So I guess I did then too. I'd run into like Bodge and like some other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can remember hanging out with you and Bodge the night before Thanksgiving. But yeah, I don't see the point now. Like you know, like if I go up to Massachusetts for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I'm probably still going to see four or five friends in the area. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's the cutoff age for when you really probably got to stop going to your local bar to see your high school friends the night before Thanksgiving? I don't think it's an age. I think it's if you're not trying to get laid, what are you doing there? Yeah. I mean, like, and then you're, you're basically going after like chicks you went to high school with. Well, yeah. Yeah, that would be right. And then what are you going to do? Go back to your parents' house? I don't uh, think it's a big getting laid night. No, I think I think you would just get a hotel. Like, why would you go to your parents' house? Because <laughs> you're in your hometown, and there's not a there's not a hotel for. You're asking why people our age would go out. No, I'm talking like if you're 26. If you're 26. Yeah, prime age for going out before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I would say you're only going to get laid. I think you're going to rip beers with your your high school buddies. Really? Really? I wouldn't have sex with my high school buddies. <laughs> This is the episode where you find out you're a sex addict. Is this the one? Would you ever go out with guys and be like, and not be thinking about trying to get laid? Like, as like a back, like, oh man, if I meet a chick tonight. Oh yeah, no, oh no, sorry, I'm hanging out with my friends. No, 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 no chance. It's always no. there. Like, what do you think gets all your friends to go to that bar? Like, it's nice to meet up, but if you're just meeting up. You could sit on your friend's fucking couch and rip beers, right? It's good to get out of the house, though. Yeah, because there's women out there. But if you're not trying to get laid, it's like, why go to the bar? You can hang out at your house. Yeah. Like, when we hang out, it's like, we don't care if we're hanging out in your living room or we might go out to get some food or, like, get some beers. But we're not like, let's go to the busiest bar (laughs) downtown Boston. Oh, no, but I've never really been, like, a huge, like, let's go to the busiest bar guy I, it's not really my scene yeah but we'd go out yeah we'd go out we'd go to places that were kind of cool but if we wanted to go to like the busiest bar place you'd probably be in like Faneuil hall at some horrible bar with like pretty well look we have different we have different uh different tastes than other people i mean when when we would go to a dive bar we would occasionally just go to the glass slipper right which is the strip club up there the ultimate the ultimate dive you bar buy, you buy 12 dollar <laughs> heinekens but there was no cover charge yeah they were they were craft heinekens yeah. though so i mean that place is not really good anymore it wasn't good when you were there i assure you 
I think I was just younger. <laughs> uh, well, you wouldn't do that now. Like, well, I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, but. I, I wouldn't. Uh, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> uh, you're more social than I am, though, because you, you do uh, spend time with uh, some younger younger cats. Yeah, here and there. I mean, I, I think the thing is, at the end of the day, like I'm trying to do things that are appropriate for where I am in, in life. And some of the guys I, I, I'm, uh, I'm friends with that are younger are still into like really going out, but they don't have the responsibilities that I have. So it's just, I mean, for one, you don't want to be the, the older guy hanging out with a bunch of people that are 10 years younger than them that don't have a family. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bar with you and I literally have on a wedding <laughs> ring. It's just... It's, you know, it's, it's fun for me to like, cause I'm always down to like drink beers and like act up and like have some fun. But then after a while, it's like, eh, you know, I'm probably just being kind of a burden here. Like there's no, there's no real reason for me to be here. So I should probably just stay home. I, I'd like, a, like for me going out at this point, like I don't really ever want to get home past like 11. Cause it's just going to screw my whole next day up. It's not that I can't stay up. It's just I have I have stuff to do. I, there's not really a day except for Sunday where I can sleep in. I don't care for staying up late. How? What time do you go to bed? Like, uh, well, COVID fucked everything up, but we're we're usually asleep by like ten. Yeah, yeah, that's about it for me. I mean, that's that's. I wake up at five a.m. every day, so it's you know. Yeah, I'll be up at quarter of six tomorrow. But like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be shutting down a bar. Well, I take that back. I I still occasionally find myself hanging out with some people in a bar or not in a bar now, but uh, I can still party if I'm with the right people. Like we went camping with friends of, like a month ago and uh, we drank off like, I don't know what time it was when we went to bed, but we were just like pounding whiskey at like two in the morning. Nice. I mean, I think you got to do that once in a while. Time wasn't an issue. You know what I mean? Like you're with the right people. It's not an issue, right. but. Well, that, and if you don't actually have to be anywhere the next day, because you're just going to be camping for the next two days. But when you're like, it's Sunday night and I'm still out and it's 1130 and I have to be up at five it for work on Monday. And then I'm working for the next five days. You know, that staying out until 11, 12 o'clock on a Sunday night is probably going to sabotage your entire week. Yeah. So, so let me tell you this tradition, the last four years, at least it may be the last five years. Every time I've gone up on Thanksgiving, I've gone to the Ugly Duckling and got a Portuguese mafia dinner. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh, it's sad, but this is what I'm going to miss more than uh, <laughs> this is what I'm going to miss more than Thanksgiving dinner. So the Portuguese mafia dinner is a spicy garlic and wine-based sauce simmered and served over rice and fries and topped with fried egg and hot pepper with chicken, steak, shrimp, and little neck clams all in one dish. Yeah, it sounds great. Perfect. Fucking perfect. Between that and Thanksgiving dinner, I'm going to be pretty bummed out. You know, you might need to just say the hell with it and come up because you might be able to have a better time because you could skip all the family stuff. <laughs> just Portuguese mafia dinner. We've been recording for almost three hours at this point, so I would like to shut it down sooner than Have later. Have we? Has it been three uh, hours? Yeah, it's 8.45. We start at 7, so it's only two hours. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, yeah, well, anyway. If we don't have enough if we don't have enough in this episode, I'm just going to splice bits from other episodes that I got. I don't even <laughs> care. 
There's just there's just nothing to talk about this week. There's nothing going on. I'm I'm not doing it. All I'm doing is work. It feels like a Thanksgiving break. <laughs> it does kind of feel like a Thanksgiving break. There's been no crazy stories. Like Jeffrey Tubin feels like it was the year ago. Already. That guy's probably whacking. Right? He did get fired, by the way. He did get fired. Um, I mean, there's nothing going I, on. I think I they mean. should hire him back now. You fired him. You made your point. Bring him back. Let him zoom. I think Trump should hire him for something. Trump can hire him to churn his butter. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving dessert? Pie. All varieties of pie. First off, let me say that I'm not a cake person. Certain types of cake are cool, but I prefer cake. Pie. Always irritated me. When I was growing up, I'd get an ice cream cake because I didn't get down with the regular cake. Yeah, not a real cake, but I prefer. It. Have you been to Peaceful Meadows in Middleborough? They do an ice cream cake that is top notch. Sure, they do. It's not like a fucking Carvel cake. It's like it's made with love. Carvel's good. It's made with love. It's not made in a Carvel factory. <laughs> okay. I'm saying it's a good local ice cream cake. They've been doing it for like 30 years. Um, What's the place in Swansea? Is that Mr. Peepers? They have a good one too. Really? Mr. Peepers does? Mr. Peepers. That's right where Kel's family lives. Yeah. I I don't go in there because the name sounds Snoopy. (laughs) Yeah, the name is definitely a little tough. Steve's Bakery in Swansea always did the adult cakes too, if you ask. Wait, what's an adult cake? That was a good bakery. I'll put like a some boobs <laughs> really something on like what place what yeah place like is a that? racy adult like an adult what cake place? i believe it was called steve's bakery oh, wow. and they they would do those for you where you wait, is on somerset somerset or swansea it's on route six but for closer down so kelly's friend harriet uh spent a spent a lot of time living in london and like in england in general she loves to tell us how people pronounce all the new england towns in england so that would be somerset <laughs> Yeah. They like naughty stuff over there. They like naughty cakes. Naughty cakes. That's what they call it. They call it naughty. Oh, are you naughty? Cheeky. What 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 cake do you think you could make ask that guy to make that would just offend the shit out of him? I don't think anything. I think if I think if you're like the dude that's like, yeah, like I'll I'll make like a butt cake. I need a butt cake, but I want to see the anus like real crystal clear. I don't yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how... How graphic? I mean, because they do those cakes where they can print out, like, a picture out of, like, oh, sugar. Jesus. Like, the edible picture. So, I mean, it could get as nasty as as you want, but... Will he do it, or will it be a Supreme Court lawsuit? I kind of feel like you can't say no at that point. Like, you're, you've said, like, yeah, I make the cakes. Remember that guy that was like, I'm not making cakes for gay weddings, and it's like, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of dumb. Kind of dumb? That's dumb a thousand percent. Just make the fucking cake, baker man. And when I was a kid, if a baker refused to make you something, you'd take him out back and beat him to death. These fucking PC pussies. Bakers can't be choosers. (laughs) Bakers can't be choosers. I guess they can. I guess they can. Fuck those guys. The baker works for you. He's your fucking baker. Ah, it depends on how lit the baker is. If he's like the number one baker and he's got a six-month cake waiting list, I guess he can choose. No, what he when wants you to talk do. to people, they go, "I'm going to my baker. I'm going to my baker, my guy." The baker works for you, man. Do they? I don't have the a baker's baker. in your. Pocket. You have a baker? He makes what you tell him. Do you have a baker? Yeah, I got bakers. I got I got bakers all over Baltimore. Do you really? They bake whatever gay cake I want: gay cake, straight cake, butthole cake. 
Whatever I want, I'll bake it. <laughs> Who would be your go-to cake man? In Baltimore? Shout him out. No, no, no. I don't, cakes? I, I, <laughs> you don't have a Yeah, baker. I got bakers. I don't want to put them on blast. I can only imagine, I can only imagine how bad dessert tastes in Baltimore. They probably put Old Bay on fucking birthday cake down there. It's not a, it's not a culinary city. They got some good uh, barbecue. The, the crabs are good. I don't think I ever want to taste a German chocolate cake from Baltimore. So they, uh, they, their, their official cake is like a fifteen-layered chocolate cake with like tons of chocolate frosting. I like chocolate, so that might work. I don't like when there's when the when the the frosting's too sugary though, because it gives me like a headache. What is this fucking stupid cake called? What's the ultimate pie? Oh, we'll get to that in one second. I'm not a huge pumpkin pie guy. It's called the Smith Island cake. It's not all chocolate, but it's got way too much frosting. Right it's it's mostly frosting. Oh, I've I've seen this. I didn't know this. Is, that's that's the official cake of Maryland. It's not that good of a cake. Sorry, guys. It's got it's just got too much frosting. Actually, but like I said, I'm not much of a cake man. So this this one right here looks good. Though. That's too much frosting. It's half frosting, dude. It's for fucking children. I mean, it's cake. <laughs> <laughs> a point, a point taken. It's not a ribeye, dude. It's cake. Children eat ribeyes. Um, trust me, I don't have any. Yeah, my daughter does. I don't think most people's kids eat. Ribeyes. No, because they're poor. <laughs> I I didn't say that. All right, pies. We're supposed to talk about pies. Pies. Um, so, my favorite pie, but I. I don't eat it for Thanksgiving because no one ever makes it for Thanksgiving. It's probably not really in season in Thanksgiving, but a strawberry rhubarb pie, I think is. They, we've had those at the Ferrer that's house. Pretty top notch. That's a good pie. That's a tart that's pie. It's a tart, tart pie. Yep. That pie goes with your flannel shirt. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would eat one of those right now. Uh, I like pecan pie. So the pecan pie. Yeah. Pecan, pecan or pecan. How do you pecan? I say pecan. You say pecan? I don't even know how you I say pecan. I think I say pecan, but I just said pecan to be pretentious. Yeah, very pretentious. So let's talk about pecan. uh, pecan's fun because it's like toucan, where most people where toucans actually live call them tecans. Mm. <laughs> um, no, the, the, the pecan pie uh, or pecan mm-hmm. pie or pecan pie, however you want to pronounce it. Um, what a perfect pie for one. Uh, it, it attracts old people to it. I usually put Werther's originals on top of mine. <laughs> Dude, the, the pecan pie drives old people to it. Like, uh, like a magnet. Does it really? Yeah. You know what it is? I it's because it's all sugar, but it's hidden. It's hidden under a guise of being some kind of nut pie. And it's not a nut pie. Mm. It's a sugar pie. Uh, the ingredients in that are, if I remember from memory, it's like eggs and corn syrup and molasses. I think that's the primary ingredients. And then you throw in like, you know, half a pound of pecans. Although what I find most of the time is people get very stingy with the pecans because they're expensive. They are. So where a recipe should probably have like a lot of pecans they only use a few pecans. But the pecan pie brings out old people. And I remember, <laughs> I, 
I remember my grandfather always going after it and they're like, you can't have it. You're diabetic. And he's like, Oh, that's fine. For <laughs> you. Apple pie, blueberry pie, both excellent. Both. Appropriately I, uh, blueberry related. pie is a problem. Blueberry, you don't blueberry like it? pie can't hold its form. It just becomes a fucking mess. If you get a good one though, you can. Yeah. It's like filling a pie with soup and then being like cut into it. You'll love it. And like, it never serves well. My parents always do a pumpkin cheesecake. Pumpkin cheesecake is good. Although I'm good. such, I love cheesecake so much that like, uh, I'd probably be offended by the pumpkin in it. But then I also love pumpkin pie. I, cheesecake's a superior cake. Because it's not a, it's not a cake. It fits in. Uh, it's it like a gelled in, custard. <laughs> Cheesecake's sick. <laughs> cheesecake is not, it's not cake really what about meringues oh meringues are fucking awesome they're almost more cakey though meringue well meringue no not a meringue no like a lemon meringue yeah no a good key lime pie has got the meringue on it if they ever give you key lime pie and it's got whipped cream on it just throw it on the floor and spit in their face it's unacceptable what other pies we got Oh, I do love I do love a good cherry pie. I love an apple pie. Cherry pie is good. Apple pie. I do like blueberry pie, but I I do you know what you mean. It does. You got to kind of polish it off. Sometimes people with apple pies will throw some peaches in it. That works. Mm. I think blueberry almost works better as like a cobbler. I'm gonna tell everyone right now for for a hundred percent real. Do not put raisins in your apple pie. I will fucking kill you. Who does that? <laughs> I've seen it. Seen it done. You probably saw that in Maryland. Seen it done. Raisins don't, they, they don't belong in there. Leave them out. A bluestone crab inside the apple pie in Baltimore. Thanks. Crab pie. <laughs> You've had the crab cakes. Now try the crab pie. I bet you there's a way. I like meat pies. I had a chicken pot pie for dinner. We had a pie. It was like steak and mushrooms. and uh, That sounds awesome. So what, I don't know how to pronounce it. Gear cheese. Gruyere. Gruyere cheese. Yeah, yeah. Gruyere cheese, steak, and mushrooms. What's your opinion on brie cheese? Uh, brie's good. See, this is the thing. I'm lactose intolerant, so, like, I have to be real careful. Like, if I'm going to eat dairy, it means I'm going to eat, like, $5 worth of lactate pills. Mm. So, like, it's still a, a bit of a, you know, uh, it's a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get you after a while. Um. But the Bo- the Boston cream pie is a delight, though. That's a good pie. I actually had a Boston cream donut the other day. They don't call it a Boston cream pie down here, though. They call it like a Bavarian cream pie. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that they would, they, they would. But it's I, I would pie. never call someone from Boston a Bavarian. <laughs> nah, I think it's fucking rude. What is a Bavarian? Do you know? I mean, Bavaria is a part of Germany, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I believe BMW stands for Bavarian Motor Works. So Germans yeah. really do run this whole country. We just didn't know it. Yeah, we didn't know it. They have a secret cabal. Wow. They have a dessert cabal. Do not approve. Good for them. Who knew? We probably got enough to have a 20-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> we probably lock it up. I think this will be okay. You know what? It's a Thanksgiving special, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put in 20 minutes of advertisements like any other Thanksgiving fucking special. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, excellent. Thanksgiving Day Parade, total bullshit. 
Oh, man, I don't care. Here's the Kia car dealer dancers coming down the aisle. Look, they're all dressed like your Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's of course. They're all dressed like your favorite Kia Optima sports fans. It's okay to enjoy some stuff that's not that great from time to time. It's good because it reminds me of how much I appreciate the good stuff. I mean, how could you be mad at, like, your grandmother watching the Macy's Day Parade? My grandmother's dead. Thanks a lot. I thought you told me to be sensitive on dead people on this episode. And here we are. Oh, suck it. Oh, the tables have turned. Uh, all right. All right. No, I, I think it's funny because you go, if you went from house to house on Thanksgiving, everybody yep. has that parade on in the morning. Everybody. Somebody in every house. That, every, let, let me rephrase this. Every house that is cooking Thanksgiving dinner yep. has that playing in a room somewhere. Right. If they're not cooking Thanksgiving dinner, they're they're not that into it anyways. Hope you can get a cool 25 minutes out of this two hours. Two hours. No, nah, I'm sure though. I'll, I'll pull some things out. And if I don't, I'll just play it all backwards. And people will just go, what the fuck happened to that episode? Anyways. Well, anyway. We're done here. We're done. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday.